Hi, this is Andrew Lotto. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is called Yo Mama is a Fascist. There's been a lot of uses of the term fascist in the last four years since the 2016 election. Of course, Donald Trump is a fascist. I'm against fascism. Antifa. But does anybody actually know what a fascist is or what fascism is? The people who are throwing around this term, I think they just mean, I don't like this person, I think they're horrible and evil. Which is okay, but most modern people who scream this shit have no idea what fascism actually is. Now, of course, the fascist party started post-World War uh, Italy. It was associated with Mussolini. Uh, we've also used it to describe the National Socialists under Hitler. And, of course, with that sort of history, no wonder everybody thinks it means something evil and horrible. And maybe it does. There's not been many groups that have been considered fascist that we look positively upon in history. Um, but what does it actually mean to describe someone as fascist? What belief system are you ascribing to them? Interestingly, George Orwell, who is the writer of 1984 and Animal Farm, and I consider one of the, my favorite authors of all time, he wrote an essay in 1944 called, What is a Fascist? And in this essay, he points out that even at that time, uh, time of World War II, the different groups that have been called fascists that were ascribed to be a fascist included, and these were his categories, conservatives, socialists, communists, Trotskyists, Catholics, nationalists, those who opposed the war, and those who were for the war. All of them considered fascists. So he actually concludes that there is no general or accepted definition of fascism. He acknowledged that it's important to actually have a definition for fascism because it's being, it was being used at the time to uh, ascribe to somebody uh, a system of beliefs and it wielded power because they were then uh, shunted aside on the basis of being fascists. In 1944, he actually, when he poses the question of, of definition, he actually ends the essay by saying, alas, we shall not get one, not yet anyway. Well, sorry, George, we still don't have one. Now, while there's no clear definition of what a fascist is, and it's usually just used offhandedly to demean someone in the same way we often use racism, uh, there is at least a decent coarse definition of fascism that's common to most of its uses and it, it usages, and it provides at least a starting point for understanding it as a political and economical theory. And that idea is that the national entity and national identity have value above the individual and any extra-national interest. That is anything outside the nation. The nation-state is of, of utmost importance in a fascist theory. And the person who rules that uh, nation is a symbol of that nationalism and that nationalist viewpoint. Now, given that definition, who are fascists in America? Are Republicans? Well, it's certainly the case that Trump has fascist leanings. Uh, he sees himself as the embodiment of America and sees himself as important and worthy of respect as the head of the United States of America. He seeks to strengthen American interests in trade and immigration above any other worldwide concerns. 
the American first policy in itself is fascist in the sense that it, it incentivizes the nation above individuals or extranational entities. But on the other hand, the Republicans themselves, the Republican platform on which he ran and under which the Republicans run for the most part, tends to support less power for the federal government, lower taxes, which doesn't allow the federal government to do as much with, with the economic process, and generally increasing the rights of individuals over the government. That's not fascist. Um, Trump, on the other hand, has tried to ex exercise his powers through executive orders, and he claims more power than he actually has, but Obama was a big fan of using executive orders, and he waged major military operations with drones, etc., without congressional approval. So was Obama a fascist? No, I don't think so. I actually don't think any of the Democratic presidents had the, um, the presence or the temperament to be authoritarian enough. Carter, Clinton, Obama... They didn't have an authoritarian presence enough to satisfy a government principle based on centralized power. Uh, Reagan, Bush Jr., and Trump did, but they were actually, uh, you know, governed through the Republican Party that didn't give them the means to be a fascist government. On the other hand, the Democratic platform is for greater taxation, larger government, more centralized power. In general, I know those are generalizations, but if you had to separate them out on, on any principle and they don't separate that well, it certainly seems to, to be that greater centralization of power, especially economic power, comes from a democratic platform. That is, the Democrats provide the means for a fascist regime, even if they don't have the leaders that personify it. So perhaps we've been lucky in the United States because We've, the presidents that have had the kind of charisma and ego necessary to have centralized powers come from parties that principally have prov provided laws and principles that actually go against the accumulation of centralized power, which is central, not pun unintended, to a fascist political and economic identity. So who's the fascist? Consider this next time you're using the word fascist to describe people. Make America Great Again clearly is in line with the fascist view of nation above the individual. But the greatest, clearest statement of a fascist principle ever uttered by a world leader was this. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Pass the tequila. Out! <laughs>